this is Uwe Ball. If you want to help support the podcast on this network, go to rogueintel.com. Thank you and go fuck yourself. This program is not censored. Consider yourself warned. Lights, camera, action. When a script is written that is so bad that no one will film it, two men will bring it to life just so they can mock it. This is Table Reads. So the movie's kaput, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Table Reads. With Sean McBee and Trevor Thompson. With special guest Jimmy Williams. And Danny Gorbachev, also a special guest, joining us for the first time here. Gorbachev. Hello. That sounds suspiciously Russian in the, these Trump days. Mm. Danny personally handed Trump the election. It was you? Yeah, it was, the, it was me. Suspiciously Russian. And we're punishing <laughs> him by making him be on this show. <laughs> and we're punishing you, the listener, by making you listen to it. Yeah, screw waterboarding. This is the real shit right here. (laughs) Oh, I think it is, because today we're reading The Crow 3 Resurrection. Back up in your ass with the resurrection. Now, uh, we we often fail to look up the writers of these things before we podcast, so today I did look it up, and this guy wrote Die Hard. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. So, dude, I, I wish we, I wish you told me that so I could have gotten like a, a bomb sound effect. Because, dude, bomb dropped, right? Holy shit, this fucker wrote. This better be good. And forty-eight hours. This better be fu- and forty-eight. This better be great, dude. Dude, dude, dude. No, no. Let me tell you something. They made they made a crow movie starring Edward Furlong, but this one didn't make the cut. And there's, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, there's no way this is gonna be good. All if right. it didn't live are, up are to you, the Edward you, Furlong as the crow are, level of standard. Are you a betting man, Mr. McBee? Yeah. Because it's 48 hours and and I'm holding up a five, by the way, for the audience. Because <laughs> that's how fucking worthless I am. But it's the it's 48 hours and die hard. Uh-huh. How could this be bad? Remember, we, re- we read a script by the Wachowskis. We read a script by George Lucas called The Star Wars and we didn't put it out. Yeah, but we know that he sucks. You bring that up every single episode. It hurts. We did five episodes that no one will ever hear. Hey, Spielberg knows that he sucks, though. I was watching him in an interview, and he's like, I just have to get it down so somebody else who's confident can take over. Spielberg said that about Lucas? No, about himself. He said that about himself. Oh, wow. So anyway, uh, yeah, I'll take your $5 bet. I'm, I was kidding. I was just that's a. <laughs> I, I was making a joke, and that's my. It's prop comedy. It's prop comedy. Trevor, that really helps over a podcast. It's with yeah. It sets a mood. Trevor's like I am. I am not betting you the last five dollars I have to my name. Actually, it's the first five dollars that I've gotten in a long time. So it's not the last five dollars, Sean. Well, you made me buy you milk five. today. A fresh five, huh? Yeah. Okay, so uh, Jimmy is uh, in from Detroit. Uh, via Skype. Thank you for calling. Yeah, don't don't be teasing me. I ain't in from Detroit. I'm fucking in Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) It's in Detroit, man. Detroit on the line. (laughs) Go ahead, caller. So yes, we're reading the Crow Three Resurrection by Stephen E. D'Souza. 
And we should say that all three of writer us, of Die Hard. We should say all three of us, me, you, and Sean, uh, Jimmy. I heard, I heard like trombones and French horns after you said that shit was weird. Shit <laughs> 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 was weird, man. We should all say though that we are huge Crow fans. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, all three of us. I'm I'm gonna describe for Danny and uh, any new listeners how this works. We're going to read this script. Okay. And we're going to mock it as much as we need to. You know, we're not going to go out of our way, but every time there's something terrible that needs to be called out, one of us is going to do that. And feel free to be that guy. I love it. Uh, furthermore, we, uh, we don't read ahead. We don't want to know what we're reading okay. so that our reactions can be real. So none of us have read this script. All right. Um, and because we don't read ahead, we can't really uh, plan who's going to play what role for the most part. Um, but I'm going to read the directions. And because I had to spend hours wrapping electrical tape around Trevor's midsection okay. multiple times in our teenage years, he's going to be the crow. Just because. Not, not for any particular reason. <laughs> Uh, that's a lot of midsection to wrap some electrical tape around, by the way. Well, you would you would need two rolls now. Yes. Look at that motherfucker running across rooftops and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Make that fucking movie. Bouncing up, across rooftops. <laughs> People's roofs shaking. Oh, the crow's at it again. <laughs> the crow. They say as, as uh, plaster falls into their hair. What's, what's a fat bird, like a big fat bird? Uh, Not the crow. I don't know. Are there fat birds? I mean, they got to fly and shit. The turkey. The, yeah. yeah, the turkey. Yeah, the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Draven is the turkey. I don't even know if this is Eric Draven in this shit or some other crow. It may as well be. I mean, what the fuck? The, did you ever see the series, the crow of the series? No. They actually tried to do Eric, and the guy that they got to play, Brandon Lee's character, looked a lot like him. It's kind of crazy. And, and now Jason Momoa is going to play the crow. What'd you say, Jimmy? Wasn't it that the Damascus dude? Oh, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah, but yeah, now, that, you know, yeah, because he was he was also in Brotherhood of the Wolf. He's pretty good. Oh, that guy, uh, DeCostas, I think his name DeCostas, is. Okay, yeah, well, that guy, he's the guy who played the crow, right? The Iron Chef guy. Jesus, he hosts Iron uh, Chef. He does. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, and he's good at it. Holy shit. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Trevor, why don't you fade us in? You want me to fade you in, Sean? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think we're about ready to start. I think so, too. I think so, too. Fade in. Oh, wait. No, we're not ready to start. I suck. Fade out. <laughs> <laughs> because I totally forgot. I was so busy introducing the script and Danny that I forgot to tell everybody that we are now, uh, at this point, it's the fourth episode, but uh, we've recently joined the Rogue Intel Podcast Network. That's it, true. It's a great family of podcasts. You can find out more information at rogueintel.com. Uh, their flagship show is Prime, which is on every Friday night. You should give that a listen. Uh, they do it live. Do it live. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, just hit up rogueintel.com for that. Uh, check out all the other great content there uh, that probably outshines ours. You just said all the great content to there. <laughs> to there. I, I want to go to there. I want to go to there. Uh, all the great content over there. Uh, at rogantel.com and uh, yeah so do that they're great they are great they're really helping us out um, as a, as we're recording this our first Rogantel episode 
uh, has been up less than a week, and it's already got much better listener numbers than anything that we recorded previously. Oh, previously? We don't have any previously. Previously on we don't, the table read. We don't have. We don't have that. It's not. It's part one. It's part one. Because <laughs> it said previously. I mean, you know, you got to watch what you say around him, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ever know? Uh, and by that, the way, that guy's just itching to play some fucking production at any yeah, any some itch, production that he worked hard on. I worked hard on the production. Trevor does a great job on all our production. If you would like to hire him to produce stuff for your podcast, go to Trevor doesn't have a website yet dot com. <laughs> Ferris, <laughs> go to Ferris Wheelhouse. Please pay me dot com. Uh, no, uh, you can you can email him at Ferris Wheelhouse at gmail dot com, and and he'll produce some awesome content for your website because he needs the money. I certainly do, as established with that five dollar bet earlier. Yep. It I mean, was, it dude, this a, guy needs money so bad he's not even willing to risk his five dollars on the writer of Die Hard writing a good script. Well, that's the thing. I'm kind of understanding what these fucking producers now are going through. It's like it's their money, you know. It's their neck. If they <laughs> if they give all this money, it's like, oh well, the guy wrote Die Hard and he wrote in uh, 48 hours for fuck's sake. Of course, he's gonna write a a good movie. Never mind the fact that it's a contrived thing right from the get go. And another well, fucking think, another oh, crow oh, movie, oh, really? 1999? Go fuck yourself. Uh, 1997, in fact. 97. Eat my ass. So this is. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the title page and then you can fade us in, Trevor. How's that sound? I was excited to do that, Sean. Thank you. So we are reading the Crow Three Resurrection, written by Stephen E. D'Souza. Revised draft. Oh. So not even the first draft. No. Whatever badness you hear <laughs> is fixed from previous worseness. Uh, revised draft, April nineteenth, nineteen ninety seven. Of all the time for soundboard to quit on us, Sean. Aw, uh, you stupid thing. Soundboard is sucky. Uh, that would be the app we use for our carts. It's called Soundboard by, is it Amoeba Software? It is indeed. Cause and, and it sucks. It feed sucks. in. There you go. Camera flies over the twisted maze of a dark port city. Uh, where's Kelly when you need her? First fucking thing up we, when we don't have our girl <laughs> is a woman's voice. Danny, uh, you're new here. You get to be the girls. That's the initiation thing. Sounds like a crow movie, like a crow movie <clears throat> to me. There, there's a legend that when a body dies, a crow comes to escort its soul to the next world. <laughs> new angle. Interesting Flock. choice on the voice. If death has come through violence or treachery, and if the soul is pure... Sometimes the crow can return the soul to its body so that justice can be done, even from beyond the grave. I really feel like Sean Connery should be reading that. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> from the dawn of time we came. <laughs> the crow begins to descend. But the legend never answers one question. What happens when the soul dies, but the body doesn't? So we've already established a really... Terrible premise for for a crow sequel. Hey, it's kind of rough right there. You know, you think and he's already really like over a decade into success. Yeah, this is gonna hurt you guys. The crow lands on on a pier side piling. Camera widens. Exterior: San Francisco Bay, 
appear day appears wait san francisco was a dark <laughs> is the dark port city san francisco <laughs> that's where they're going with this now well it was kind of shitty in the second one where they tried to make los angeles all dark and and foreboding you and know at least los angeles is shitty yeah, they, could, they they filmed it in the shitty parts of Los Angeles. That made sense. San Francisco yeah, well, they're not just beautiful top to bottom. They set the standards high from being, you know, the first one being in Detroit. Right, Jimmy? Because that's where you yeah, are. That's because, well, that's also because that's where the comic is set. Yeah. And where the writer's from. So Jimmy's actually representing the True Crow fucking spirit because he's from Detroit. Good we're job. Not reading, we're not reading Alex's shit or, or whoever wrote the first crow. No, we're <laughs> reading the guy no. from fucking Die Hard, so I expect better. All right. Um, Based off anyway, the book, though. A cargo ship glides into a berth, horn blasting a warning. Camera features two hard-looking sailors who move to the rail, look down at the pier, a car, where four men... Terrell, Acer, Bruno, and Morgan stand. Jimmy, guess who you're going to be? <laughs> uh, Terrell. Very good. You're not gonna... uh, man, oh, man, damn G- if I had money on it. Mm. <laughs> I got five on it. Jimmy's finally getting his purpose here. <laughs> Motherfucker better be black. They're all too well-dressed for this seedy locale, Uh, and it's almost third-world clientele. Sorry, let me turn this down. They exchange a look with the sailors. Terrell points to his watch. As they move toward where the gangway will be lowered, they pass a man whose cheap, flashy clothing is equally out of place in the thick of the hard-working peer crowd. This is the aptly named Finder, and in fact, he has just found Terrell and Company. <laughs> Finder nods across the dock to a scruffy-looking homeless couple, a man and woman. Ah, oh, they found love despite not finding a home. Of course there's going to be love. It's a fucking crow movie. Carrying ratty fishing gear. They nod back. Hey, hey, homeless people can fish, boy. You know, I just realized... <laughs> I just realized we might, not, we might not know which character is the crow. Yeah. That might be good, actually. We might, we might accidentally ascribe him to someone else to read. Well, what's that going to be an accident? Like, we're picking specific people for the crow? You know what? Maybe the crow... What, are we going to have a vote no, on it? <laughs> no, I'm saying that Trevor's supposed to be reading the crow, because it's his lifelong oh, okay. dream. Oh, that's right. We already that's picked. dream? Okay. <laughs> That's right. You did all the duct tape. I get it. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got. I have duct tape actually. If you want to get it out, it's actually black. Let's not break out the duct tape. Of course, it's black, Trevor. Because why wouldn't it be? As Terrell and Company proceed down the pier, they almost collide. How many more times are they? Is he going to say Terrell and Company? You think? Every every time they do anything. <laughs> yeah, you know, every time they go out, every time you see company. them, Terrell and company. It's yeah. better than Jonathan Gems, who every time he mentioned uh-huh. a group of people would name every single person in the group. Yeah, Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian was, was notorious. I think I was, we used to do Cricket and the Crew for the Love to Hate Me. Oh, yeah, we're going to read that shit too. No, we're not. If I have anything to say about it, Jimmy. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, as my, Terrell and company. Right there. Yeah. As Terrell and company proceed down the pier, they almost collide with the homeless couple. Their bucket spills fish and scrummy water all over Terrell's shoes. Ew. Sorry, sir. Didn't see you. Terrell's eyes flash fury. 
We sense he is controlling his temper when Jimmy. all he does is roughly smash the homeless couple aside and lead the others toward the ship. <laughs> the homeless couple share a smile. As Finder passes by them, the man slips him a lot of bills, then hits a sudden button, speaks into a tiny microphone. Hits a hidden button. Did I say sudden button? Yes. Yeah, you sure did. Like, that shit just came up out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> the sudden button. <laughs> then, then hits a hidden button, speaks into a tiny microphone. Uh, Danny, why don't you take man named Kato? Yeah, maybe a Kato man. This is Kato. We made them. It's Terrell, all right. Acer and two others are with him. At a roach coach, intercut as needed, the man behind the counter, Gomez, speaks into his throat mic. Next to him sits another undercover cop, Rossi. Can you maintain eye contact? Yes, but it isn't necessary. You can smell them a mile away. A tourist in a Hawaiian shirt, also intercut. At a dime a peak binocular stand, He's fucking inflation, man. <laughs> He's watching this from the end of the pier. 1997. But he ain't no tourist. It says in the it direction. Says he ain't no tourist. Did Quentin Tarantino write this? <laughs> he's Captain Wyckoff, and he's their boss. <laughs> Trevor, you're Wyckoff. All right, sure. How do you want me to do Wyckoff? Because I got to write Fucking writers, man. I got to write down. I gotta, I gotta, that's one thing I learned about listening to this show in the past shows is that I need to write keep track of my voices. Uh he's he's a cop boss. All right. Um all right, I'll so just, just do like every every yeah. TV captain. This guy wrote Die Hard, so write every TV captain ever. <laughs> okay, here we go. Very funny, Kato, but last I checked, you weren't with the canine unit. We just got a tip from Interpol that Terrell's moving out of street drugs and into designer stuff, working for Lucy and Raynor. Lucy and Raynor, the number one biohack in the world. That guy can make molecules tap dance in a test tube. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! Is that the fucking Fuck Family you. Guy voice? Hey, hey, man, he's he's probably a million. No, I was Jesus. I was Jesus Christing <laughs> the the dialogue. Yeah, it is some bad. Bad dialogue. He, he can make molecules tap dance in a test tube. <laughs> Fuck you. What? Fucking writers, man. You know he loved that line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. One he probably told his friends about it. He jacked off to that line after he wrote it. What's a biohack? Uh, hacking someone's DNA, I guess. Let's see. Right, read, read your next line there, Kato. <clears throat> yeah, the 60 people who died in Holland from Raynor's acid aren't dancing. Jimmy, you can be Rossi. Is Rossi black? <laughs> We're going to make him black. No. Nah, dude. They're, they're going up on board. Come on, Gomez. Time to ship up and shape out. That's shape up and ship out. Stuff it, Gomez. The closest you ever go to the Navy, ever got to the Navy was your rubber ducky. Stuff it, Gomez. <laughs> Stuff it, Gomez. Hey, man. It's 1997. Don't it forget. sure is. Good lord. The cops inside the roach coach check their pistols and hidden mics, jump out, begin to glide across the deck. That's Doc. 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 Oh. That's when a load of crated geese falls off a vehicle and smashes onto the ground. What the fuck? 
The birds begin squawking and honking all over the dock uh-huh. to the frustration of the longshoremen and the amusement of the crowd. Hey. Wider. <laughs> Jimmy's the crowd. And it's all one little girl. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, Jesus. Mm. Wider. As people in vehicles scramble to avoid or capture the birds, the pier jams up. The cops try and cut through the suddenly chaotic scene. Cato and Sarah. Oh, I think Cato is the crow, actually. Oh, for Christ's sake. I think. <laughs> Jesus trying, Christ. You know, you try to figure it out. He's trying well, to figure what out did we expect? There he is well, with Sarah. But what, did we, what, what the fuck did we expect it to say? The crow? You know what? You know what? When, well, he was if, the man. If, if, if the wrong person is reading the Should crow, when he becomes over. the crow, he can be Trevor. Okay. I see. You know, that'll, that'll be the demarcation of the crow having brought his, ba- his we could do it like, essence back. He yeah. resurrected his we'll, Trevel. We'll probably we could do it. What do you think? We'll probably know when that happens. You got to look a little closer to the mic. Yeah, we'll probably know when that yeah. happens. They'll yeah, probably okay. start putting crow in the fucking... It'll be crow. Lock. It'll be crow for Mr. Science Theater. Gotcha. <laughs> you should read him as crow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody. Earth versus soup. Take two. <laughs> Uh, okay, anyway, for now, uh, Danny, continue with Cato. Come on, you guys. Come on. They're aboard. We're coming. We're coming. Somebody dinner is on the way. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Cato and Sarah look up at the steamer. Terrell and the others are at the top of the gangway. They've been met by two sailors, and they're about to go inside the ship. Hello, oh, sailor. Oh, boy. Get busy. Hello, sailor. Back to oh, scene. <laughs> We're going to lose them. We're going aboard. Cato and Sarah run forward. Damn it, you two. Wait for backup. Oh, I'm sorry. He's yelling into his mic. Damn it, you two. Wait for backup. Yeah, but it wasn't over the mic, so. Good point. Yeah, I have good points. No, you're right. I'm not making um, Did we have a Sarah yet? No, Kelly's not here. So I'll, there, I'll be Sarah. There is no Sarah. I thought the homeless woman was Sarah. I'm losing it. I'm oh, losing Jesus. it already. <laughs> yeah. We're on page four, and already this movie's raising questions. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll be Sarah. Okay. We lose them inside that ship. We'll never see the handoff. Oh, God, Sean. Look, I'm not a woman. Yeah, I'm but sorry. See, okay. Because you know that this is, like, this is post Mia Kirshner, Sarah. Right? I don't think it's that character at all. But it... Oh, why wouldn't it be? It's a crow movie. They wouldn't call her Sarah yeah, if yeah, it I wasn't mean, why Sarah. Why would they try to fuck us Was up she like a that? cop? Well, now she is. So maybe mean, she, she is. Up. What? Is she going to be mournful and gloomy all day for the rest yeah. of her life like Mia Kirshner is in the second one? Okay, look. If she's the same character, I really want her at some point after whoever becomes the crow to go... Jesus Christ, the same makeup? How, what are the chances? <laughs> yeah, right? Well, they put it on, to their credit, you know? It's like the mask. The whole thing is that it's Eric's because Eric used to do that for his band. So for other crows to do it, it's stupid. Yeah, Eric was the first uh, crow. Yeah, he's the only one in the book, comic book. And that's the reason why he wears that makeup. And he puts that makeup on because he was in the band. And that's what he did. So for the rest of them to do it, they'd have to be in a band. And yeah. they did it. And then it would make sense. So it's like the only person that gets to be a crow is some motherfucker from a lead lead singer in a band who's got makeup on. It looks like a mime. 
But at this point, like, really, he could just be a fan of Sting from the WCW wrestling. But Sting got it from the Crow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, and, and Sting would be a Crow too. Actually, it's, it's all. <laughs> how great would that be? It's all. It's all a circle. It's a symbian circle, my friend. Yes. Shapes, Whoa. Circles. That's deep. You know, shapes and, and circles. Fuck you, Sean. I heard that. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, moving. Um, we lose them inside that ship. We'll never see the handoff. Kato. Wait. Yeah. Oh, no, this is fucked no, up. This is not yeah, dialogue. Let's see. This is bad formatting. Oh, god damn it. That's um, not you. This is, this is actually my fault because I had to go through this script and format it, and I didn't catch everything. God damn it, Sean. Because the... <laughs> it was... This is a billion times better than what it was before. Trust me. Oh my god. So we're gonna. It's gonna be all through the script. <laughs> I, I, I might make it better. Relax. I think I caught most. I know of we're it. gonna. We're gonna start reading that shit as dialogue. Uh, oh, because <laughs> to see, make it better. That might make it better. Here's here's the problem. Is the the formatting was like all over the place. It was just totally fucked up. And he keeps doing this thing where he'll cut to somebody, like to favor them. And he'll just have their name in caps all by itself on its own line. Yeah. And then the direction starts. And sometimes as I uh, imported it into um, Final Draft, it would misread that as being... Because like you see here, it says Kato all yeah, by itself. Yeah, yeah. And it says and, as he and Sarah. So By the way, if you want to play it and <laughs> play the, the Table Reads the home game, go to TableReads.com, TableReadsPodcast.com, and you can download the script and see what we're talking about. That's true. Yes. Tablereadspodcast.com. Uh, there's a menu button up in the top left corner. Click on that. Go to scripts. And you can get you can this see script this, and download it your goddamn self. This horribly formatted script by apparently Sean. It was Sean from the importing. Sean doesn't fuck up often, folks. So celebrate this while you can. Mm. Oh, that's so sweet mm-hmm. of you. <laughs> Let's get through D'Souza's masterpiece. It doesn't, even, it doesn't even say cut to Kato. It just says Kato. As he and Sarah run along the dock. How are we on time, by the way? We're fine. Okay. Uh, as he and Sarah run along the dock, they see that they'll never reach the distant gangway in time to catch up. Then Kato notices a cargo net full of supplies just now rising from the piers. He tugs Sarah's sleeve. This music is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's the end of it. It's going into Nine Inch Nails, so don't worry. Oh, I think you're better off with like our normal background music. That shit is funky. Yeah, come on. It's, it's also it's it's Nine Inch Nails doing Joy Division. You can handle this. Come on. He's just trying to crow this shit up the best he can. <laughs> All right, Danny, take three. Ready? Come on, Express Elevator. Are you taking a shit? <laughs> we'll, we'll go there, very I guess. Constipated. Yeah. Mm. Oh no, you're a lunatic! But she follows him. They both jump, catch the webbing, and soar upwards. Soar? They really? soar upwards. I don't, th- I don't think that like these big machines are picking up giant <laughs> cargo nets at like forty miles an hour. I don't think that's happening. But. It's more like they grab on and then they just like express it. It's like those scenes when when there's a big chase scene and then they run into an elevator and then there's just like that thirty second shot of them like waiting as for the, the door to close with with the yeah, elevator yeah. music and then they run out of the elevator and pick it up again. It's like that. I see. That's the soaring. <laughs> <laughs> 
sore. On the dock, Wyckoff has run forward and caught up with the rest of his team who have finally cut through the crowd. Kato, I'm warning you! Watch that kung fu shit! I want these perps on... I want these perps in one piece so they can... So they can testify. God damn it, I can't read. Kato and Sarah on the net. Kato grins On the net? Thank you, 1997. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Not that net. Oh. They're literally on a net. (laughs) Oh, it's a literal net. Yeah, remember they grabbed it in a sword. Yeah. Yeah, I I forgot. I I was forgetting this movie from the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Kato grins at Sarah, speaks into his mic. Aw, gee, Captain. I was hoping to try out my new move, the Kung Pao Brain Drain. Fuck you. Right. I don't care if you wrote Die Hard. I know this. This is, shit's worse than Die Hard Two. This is okay. This is my character's line, but I'm gonna say it as me. The Kung Pao brain drain. <laughs> Fuck you. It's the top of page five, and it says everything I'm feeling about this script right now. He provides an explanation. God he damn says, it. He says, "Yeah." Even this script is like, "No, yeah, I'm not on board." Let's get to his explanation. Yeah, he explains God. the kung pao brain right. drain. He says, "Yeah, that's where you reach into a guy's eyeballs and pull out his brain." Oh. Are you bullshitting me? You you bullshitting me, aren't you? <laughs> what the fuck is this line? <laughs> Why do guys always jerk him off? No fucking way. Like, what is going that? on? Fuck are you reading? I got that script. <laughs> Jimmy thinks he's got a better script than the rest of us. Well, I don't got guys. <laughs> oh, why do you always jerk him off? I say, why do you always jerk him off? And he replies, what else do you do with a dick? <sighs> oh, I mean, God. what else? Did this guy accidentally create John McClane? No, I think the oh, what else helped it? That was kind of Mitch Hedbergy, so way to go there, Danny. All right. <laughs> he looks down. Terrell and Company. Oh, I told you they were going to do it again. Terrell and Company. I told you they were going to do it again. Well, at least it's written all out now. Oh, it's different now? Cause there, the f- can we put something without yo. lyrics? Oh, for Christ's sake, Sean. I'm afraid it's going to... It's not. Would you the relax? Listener. It won't. Would you relax? Uh, you know, I am kind of hearing it. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it sounds like Creed. It sounds <laughs> bad. <laughs> it, does not, it does not translate well over the radio. Oh, yeah. It's From the background. Some type of pilots. I know. That sounds bad. I thought really? you were playing score, man. Well, then Where did all this shit come from? I, you, stupid. You fucking gave it to me. You downloaded I it. I wish I hadn't given it to you. I didn't realize that it was not the score. I even told you it was, wasn't the score. And I meant before I sent it, I didn't realize it wasn't the score. I'll get rid of it. You said you had shit ready. All right, shut up. Just do it. I'm getting, I'm getting rid of it now. Uh, Terrell and company, as they disappear into a hold, back to scene. Apparently we haven't been in a scene this whole time. <laughs> what the fuck was all that other stuff? He and Sarah jump, hit the deck rolling, head towards the hold. On the pier, Gomez and Razi run up the gangway. Wyckoff stands on the dock to cover their rear. In the hold. It's getting tedious. Dark, (laughs) echoey. It's the Star Wars all over again. Dark, echoey, with slivers of light coming through poorly maintained vents. There's a constant clank as crates grind their way up into daylight on a rolling bar conveyor belt coming from below. Terrell and his companies... Companies? Companions. Jesus. Terrell and his companions are being handed several hermetically... What are you doing? I'm deleting these. 
I can hear it. Who gives a shit what you can hear? Hermetically. <laughs> God damn it. Everything's a thing with you. I'm trying to read. I keep hearing boom, 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 boom. I heard it too. Yeah, that means the listener can hear it. I, didn't, I wasn't contesting that anybody could hear it. He was, cont- he was saying he didn't give a fuck. That's right. <laughs> I'm really glad being on a podcast network hasn't changed us. There you go. Oh, you're fucking instrumentals, motherfucker. <laughs> Terrell and his companions are being handed several hermetically sealed boxes by the two sailors. What page are we on? <clears throat> uh, five. Oh, still five. Still on goddamn five. <laughs> we're at the very bottom of it. Uh, suddenly, Cato slides into view, entering via a deck vent. San Francisco police, freeze! <laughs> Wider. Wow. <laughs> the men instantly turn, fire. Back to scene. Back to... Back to scene. That shit is fucking me up. Do you need to get right? Never, Do you need to call like Art that's, and be like, "We need a back happens, to scene." That's what happens after you don't need to sell your screenplays anymore. You just shop them around. And you already made it. <laughs> He's like, "I wrote Die Hard in Forty Eight Hours. Suck yeah, my here, dick." Deal with back to scene. I'll invent fucking scene headings. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Their bullets rip up decking where Cato had been standing. He has literally moved in the blink of an eye. Oh my Next god. Ass. The confused gunmen blink. Where did he go? (laughs) (laughs) You gotta put the pause in there. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's in the directions, y'all. Just saying the pause is in the directions. A shadow clues them in. Too late. Whoosh. Cato comes sailing in. It actually says whoosh. It does. With a big explanation. (laughs) Oh, I want to go home, but I'm here. (laughs) Cato comes sailing in from above, somersaulting in midair to deliver head kicks to the two sailors as he lands. Head kicks. They're smashed aside, unconscious, before they hit the deck. (laughs) (laughs) This nigga don't need to die. (laughs) Terrell and his partners aim at Cato. He's a goner. Then, blam, blam, Morgan is cut down. You know what's weird is that Sean is reading this exactly the way the writer imagined it in his head. (laughs) Blam, blam, all Batman. When I did that shit, I was making fun of the script inside the script. I was like, blam, blam. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's going for real. Going for it. (laughs) At the door, Sarah has fired the shot. As Terrell and Acer return shots, she... Ducks out of harm's way. Back to scene. <laughs> that thing again. Whatever that means. Cato grabs a crate from the conveyor belt. You know, I have to point out at this point, for any unwary listeners, I have to read a lot of real scripts for my job. And I have never seen the words back to scene. Me, This is the first for me, too. Jimmy, have you ever seen back to scene? No, I have, motherfucker. I mean, fucking screenplay books I read. <laughs> There's just, you just weed that shit out when you get to like, you know, like you read Sid and Sid will mention shit like that. Sid you read Field. Goldman. And yeah, and then what happens is you start reading people's scripts that made it. Trevor. Really good scripts. Yeah. And then that's what you copy. Thank you for NPRing, Jimmy. Jimmy doesn't know you have to explain who somebody is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he was referring to, well, cause we're, cause to we, the, the screenwriter... Uh, how field. to writer Sid Field. Yeah, how to write it. Yeah, yeah standard. Sorry guys, yeah. Not Sid Barrett. 
Sid, yeah, Sid Barrett. Not is, Sid Vicious. Sid Barrett is how not to head up Pink Floyd. <laughs> and so is David Gilmore. can write the same book, actually. Um, anyway, uh, back to scene. Cato grabs a crate from the conveyor belt, holds it chest high, charges the men firing at Sarah. <laughs> charges is in big letters. He's, he's battering them. <laughs> Bullets splinter the wood, shred the crate. But it holds until he's on top of them, and he slams them with it. Acer and Bruno fall, but Terrell breaks free, grabbing two of the hermetic boxes and running up a ladder. Cato starts to follow, but a kick from Bruno knocks him off balance. Bruno, twice as big as Cato, grabs the next crate, smashes it down. Cato, smash! (laughs) On deck, outside the hold, Sarah suddenly finds herself outflanked by Terrell and Acer. She has to retreat as they make a break for it. And they make a break for it. In the hold, Bruno's big hands sweep aside wood and splinters. But Cato isn't under the box. Bruno turns. (laughs) Too late. Cato flies in at head height, kicks Bruno with a kicks Bruno into a wall. Like the last fucking dragon. Both men (laughs) Both men land, recover. And then with three quick blows. Really? Did <laughs> <laughs> the really? fucking captain tell his ass not to do that shit? He did. Kato, That's my character, and I do recall, yes. With three quick blows, Cato kills Bruno, the whole thing over in a ballet of death. I do As bu- brief I as do, a heartbeat. I do believe. Oh. I did believe oh. Wyckoff said, None of that kung fu shit. We need to be alive. Yeah. Yeah, bring him alive, and he didn't. He didn't have to do that. It's all these head kicks. Before on. before Bruno's body has hit the floor, Cato has crashed out the door into daylight. Because that's what cops do. They just Crashed. kill somebody and then jump through a doorway. They that don't motherfucker know. does not. What is he? He's the crow already. I bet you there's some videos that match that description on World Star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on deck, Rossi and Gomez come running aft from the gangway. <laughs> Right into Terrell and Acer's view. Aft. <laughs> Toward the back. Of the I know, ship. but it's such a writery word. It's such a writer word. It's a sailory word. word. It's, a, it's a not, it shouldn't be in this thing word. Also that too, yes. Um, come running aft from the gangway. Right into Terrell and Acer's view. There's a flurry of shots that send the crew panicking. The, the film crew? <laughs> Terrell hits Gomez, who falls. Sarah, coming up from the rear, is the first at Gomez's side. I'm okay. Go, go. They start after the criminals. Gomez trailing. But Sarah heads backwards, face worried, until she sees Cato, intact, running forward. Even 50 yards away, his eyes show the question, where are they? Oh my god. Oh my god. God damn. <laughs> Sarah. Fuck you, Trevor. I'm starting. <laughs> what did I do? Sarah. You fucking tried to make this shit sound good earlier. You tried, you tried me. Man, I told you you were going to get to read it. I didn't say it would I be good. I told you, motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't say shit about it being good. I said it was the Crow 3. You should have done the math. Thank God for you fuckers, huh? And Trevor said he was so excited to read this. I, I am. I'm waiting for my turn to read it. 
Uh, yeah, there's a lot Not of fucking direction, direction here, guys. The direction, yeah. There's a lot, yeah. Action movies, man. Yeah. Sarah, relieved that Kato's all right. She signals. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> That's what it says. She points to where they were last seen. Forward. Suddenly, a sound makes her whirl. Gun ready. New angle. It's a winch spinning so quickly it's smoking. Camera rakes as Sarah looks around, sees a big metal container dropping rapidly toward the dock. She ducks aside as it just misses both her and the ship's railing. On the all dock. of that was fucked up. That was all fucked up. Everything in that last thing was fucked up. Those were all <laughs> bad. Those were all bad screenplay mistakes. You're not supposed to do the camera like that. No. You're not, this motherfucker drive me crazy. <laughs> yeah, but he's. You, probably after having written Die Hard, he's probably at that I know, uh, w- I know. William Does Goldman like yeah. level yeah. of he can no, turn no in his scripts way. in crayon. No <laughs> way is he at the Goldman level, man. We didn't even know D'Souza wrote Die Hard. We know what Goldman wrote. Well, yeah, because he wrote this, and then everyone forgot his name. <laughs> rightfully so. Has he written anything since the, uh, this? Uh, I. I'm sure he has, just nothing diehard. It's just like the only thing that level. he's written that was any good was we like... We have no fucking idea. He could have wrote the last Star Trek. He was he was writing 80s cop movies. <laughs> <laughs> and then that genre just ended. But, you know... Maybe he wrote the 21 Jump Street movies. Uh, Wyckoff, you know, continued that, that tradition of 80s cop movies. Oh, my God. Yeah, what a stereotype. <laughs> And, you know, we haven't just ascribed that stereotype to him. <laughs> it's totally this guy's fault, I mean, right? But there's plenty, like, it's it, the reason you can play it that way is because that's how it's written. Yeah. Uh, I dare say. We're on the dock. Oh, yeah, on the dock. People run screaming as the shadow gives them a moment's warning. <laughs> the shadow. Who knows? What evil. Who knows what evil oh, We could let that was fly, could we? Nope. <laughs> Hell no, man. Always a way to get Orson Welles into here somehow. We love the shadow on this show. Yes. Wham! The container crashes into the pier. Another angle. With a roar, a, with a roar, a new car, stickers still in place, crashes out of the container and roars down the pier. Acer driving. Terrell beside him. <laughs> Are we keeping you awake, Sean? Sean's like yawning the in the middle of it. Killing me. <laughs> I was wondering why they called him Acer, but now I see him behind that car. Yeah. The wheel, I get it now. Okay, Acer. All he's, right. It's not just a corny name. Yeah, he's a driver. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Rossi and Gomez come along come alongside of her. They all realize that by the time they make their way uh, forward, the gang forward to the gangway, the car will be long gone. But they try anyway. Kato, <laughs> uh, come on! They run for the gangway. Camera adjusts to tilt down and show Wyckoff. You should never have the word camera in your directions. No, he's killing me. Whatever. What? Look at me. Oh, we gotta do it now. They run for the gangway. Camera adjusts to tilt down and show Wyckoff. Futilely firing at the rapidly distancing Futilely? vehicle. Futilely? Futilely? Futilely. Futilely. You know, Futilely D. Sometimes, sometimes I put that, that British twist on shit. Yeah. That wasn't British. That was just gay. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your damn black mouth, you black man in a black town. Ooh. I'm just glad you're reading it, honky. 
Cato, <laughs> still further back, he stands forward, starts forward, then suddenly stops. The fleeing car is about to pass beneath him. He looks around. Just below the rail here is one of the ship's thick mooring gables. Cato takes a deep breath and runs down the cable. Yeah, he's already. Who's a bad motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> the other cops see this move. They're all amazed, except for Sarah, who just grins. That's my partner. I hear Superfly music. Does this scene ever end? <laughs> yeah. It's a long no, because it now. says back to scene later. That nigga put a long shot in. Cato, <laughs> long shot. It's a long shot, this he, script. He makes it to the bottom before he loses his balance. At the last minute, he dives for the dock, landing on a startled longshoreman's pallet. <laughs> That sounds like a gay porno. The startled longshoreman. <laughs> it's going to give you a jolly good rogering. Ignoring the cursing man, Cato jumps to the top of the forklift for a better view. His POV. The smuggler's car is about to leave the pier. Back to scene. Oh my god. Police emergency. I need your vehicle. As he tosses the guy out, jumping into the seat, he guns the forklift and chugs forward. <laughs> A sailor chugging forward. Okay. And the docks. Yeah. The forklift crashes through boxes, crates, and fruit. Oh, sweetie, it's all fruit over here. Hearing the horn, people jump out of the way. Wider. He's not going to catch the car. Even now, it is going through the gate. Back to scene. Cato hits the forklift control, raising the forks to the highest. This is such a fucking 80s cop movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, it's, it's kind of 90s because what he's doing is they did something that they didn't do right off the bat in a lot of movies, which is he's starting off with this big action scene. And like they didn't do that with The Crow. They didn't do that with Die Hard. You know, you had to wait. But Jimmy, it, but Jimmy, later, boy, Jimmy, God. Jimmy mm. he just jumped into a forklift. This is an 80s cop movie. Yeah, a good one. Cato hits the forklift control, raising the forks to the highest level. He drives straight for the fence. Just before it hits, he leaps from his seat to the forks. To the for- He's on the forks now. When the forklift crashes into the fence, Cato is jet-propelled over the top of it. Oh, man, I think we should read the other side of the fence on the other side of the break. Yeah, we got to take a break. <laughs> Let's take a break, Jimmy. Only at page 16, this was nine, nine, only at nine, and we're already like, fuck, please, let's take a break. All right. Yeah, you sound, you, we, and you sound terrible. We need to pick you back up and call you later, right back. So, yeah, uh, give it a go. Oh, there you give go. You, go. Sound, you sound good now again. Okay, well, we can, we can certainly deal with that, everybody. Sean, take us out of here. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Sean. I did, but. It, Say it again, Sean. You muted me first, I think. I, I'm sorry. Say goodbye. Uh, we're, we're, we'll be right back uh, to find out more about uh, what's going on in this crazy 80s cop scene uh, in just a few minutes. Table Reads will return after this brief word from our sponsors. 
Hey, it's Clint Daly, host of the Daily Dose Sports Podcast. You know we release a new podcast every single Wednesday, and we bring you our own unique outlook on the world of sports. You know, we try to give you some actual insight and maybe a common sense approach to sports. Whether it's breaking news, some of the biggest games, or even some sports history, check out the Daily Dose Sports Podcast now on the Rogue Intel Podcast Network. The Daily Dose, your daily dose of sports and sarcasm. Yeah, every time I go to get new body armor or some more drones, I always go to Amazon, but I don't just go to any Amazon. I go to rogintel.com slash Amazon. So this way I can help out my favorite podcast with every purchase I make. And I know I purchase a lot. Get to the chopper now. TableReadsPodcast.com Lights. Camera, action. So the movie's kaput, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Now, now, back to Table Reads. Now part of the Rogue Intel Podcast Network. Continuing where we left off a few minutes ago. Kato, Kato's just been propelled over a fence by a forklift. Because, you know, those go like 40 miles an hour, right? I mean, it's fucking unbelievable, the power on that thing. Yeah. Yeah, they are pretty... Uh, and, this, and they're using movie physics, too, so... Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Other side Big of time. defense. Kato flies through the air like one of the X-Men. Oh, getting our movie references crisscrossed. I like it. Well, this is yeah. before the X-Men movies came out. Oh, so that's... So he's really hip, you know? Yeah, yeah. insider. <laughs> Who are superheroes? X-Men? Never mind that most of the X-Men don't fly. <laughs> that's, that's a good point, actually. He just he just picked he just picked somebody that could do good acrobatics, and that's any superhero group. You just grab them. Yeah. The X-Men, you know? <laughs> Kato flies through the air like one of the X-Men. Hey, this is based on a comic book. You guys like that, right? Okay. <laughs> Lands on the roof of the car. Okay, finally, Terrell has his first line. What was that? What was what? He doesn't finish what because Cato has leaned down, opened the door, and tossed him out. Well, Acer's done. Oh, uh, man, I was, I'm literally writing down Acer as my character and writing Fonzie <laughs> as the voice I should do. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, Henry Winkler. Maybe just hey, he could come back. He could always come yeah, he back. Just, he just might be skinned up a little. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Acer could always come back. You, 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 it's a crow movie. You need that one guy to go. It's not you. We killed you. You're dead. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Acer could always come back if he's in in love with somebody or somebody he loves dies. <laughs> also true. Yes. Yeah. Um. Terrell starts to draw his pistol. But Kato swings into the car feet first, like Spider-Man. Terrell falls onto the car floor, momentarily stunned. Kato grabs the wheel, looks up. His POV. He's about to crash through the guardrail above the coast road. <laughs> it's literally it's literally written like a fucking... He's in his head. Like this shit is moving like 100 miles an hour. And he's just all he's like, come on. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're probably three minutes into the movie at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Back to scene. He hits the brakes. Nothing happens. He looks down. You know, I, I get that, like, when Empire came out, it was revolutionary and groundbreaking to start your movie with a big 
action scene right, yeah. right in like the first act. Yeah. But this action scene is too fucking long. It's yeah. Nobody right. gives a shit about any of these characters or knows anything about any of them. And you're 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 feasibly ten minutes into it. Yeah. yeah, you're up to like page 10 now, so that's a good... That's what they're doing. They're trying to just grab you right away with this yeah, except, action and except, draw you Dude, in. if the character that becomes the crow dies in this scene, we're never going to give a shit about him or him being dead. You know, it's like yeah. it's like if the crow opened with Eric Draven coming home like, I have groceries! You know, all we're going to care about is Terrell and company. Yeah, they're the only <laughs> characters we, we really know. Like, I, I give a shit as much of a shit about the homeless guy that spilled shit on Terrell's shoes as I do about Kato at this point. Yeah. I thought that was Kato. What the fuck? I'm, I'm getting all mixed up. <laughs> it's going to be a long I thought, I thought the homeless people were them in disguise, like uh, on a sting operation. I, yeah. Maybe it was. I, I don't and it, I feel yeah, like it, it wasn't was, super First, it was the man. Well it was the man. And then first, Kato, Kato was the man, and that was like the homeless school dude, right? And with the bucket. Oh, so so potentially three of us will have voiced Kato. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah week. was a homeless woman, and they were just like undercover. And now all of a sudden they came out and they were revealed. I swear that's what happened. I undercover was there. Undercover homeless. <laughs> okay, so where are we? Oh, yeah, the coast road. Back to scene. He what hits the, the brakes. What the fuck does that mean? Nothing happens. Scene. He looks down. Dude, every fucking 80s cop movie action scene cliche is going on here i love how he's just making this shit so much longer than it has to be i mean he don't have to put the floorboard pov and shit in there that <laughs> we used to kill that shit that shit's taking yeah, up space exactly that stuff that you like you you would put that out if you like needed to give something to your storyboard artist let the director deal with the povs yeah, about the yeah. fucking inside of a car in an action sequence yeah. he hits the brakes nothing happens he looks down Floorboard, his POV. Terrell's body is covering the pedals. His foot is on his hand. I'm getting Cato's foot is on Terrell's hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's worded really weird. I guess. Back to scene. Cato <laughs> Terrell's Terrell's just down there like this, like twister with his Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do I sound echoey to you guys? I sound echoey to me. Not really. No, I don't hear it. Okay, Too good. Much. It's a big echoey room. That's true. Because, uh, you know, that's where you want to podcast. Yeah. Well, where are we going to do it? Your house? Just get the fucking egg cartons and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Back to scene. Cato tries to keep one hand on the wheel while he, while he uses the other to haul the guy out of the way. It ain't easy. Wider. <laughs> At the last... At the last possible second, Cato hits the brakes. The car burns rubber, almost skids over the cliff. Wait, there's a cliff? There was did, a cliff, apparently, that we weren't... Did they mention a cliff? There was nothing established. No cliff. I, I remember there was a coast road, but that's about it. This movie... Are we, are we really far from the docks now? This... The, uh, look, up, up until this moment, this movie was like an episode of The Cosby Show the without doc, Bill. The docks are by no a cliff. cliff. <laughs> the, the, docks, the docks are by a cliff. Cliff, in San yeah. Francisco, there's a cliff in San Francisco. There's near several. Docks. There's a lot of cliffs docks, in San Francisco. Yeah. I'm not buying this. San Francisco's very cliffy. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that. I think everybody knows that. A lot of Cliffords. <laughs> Cliffords. <laughs> uh, there's up, a lot of cliffs. Up angle. 
The front wheels go over the edge. At the car, Cato catches his breath, gets out of the car, starts to relax. And that's when an arm goes around his neck. Bottom, bottom. New got angle. You, nigga. Got you. <laughs> I got you. Oh uh-huh. man, guys, uh-huh. no, no, stop. Because this is about to get real fucking bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Were we making it too good? Hold on. It's Terrell, conscious again, and oh, he rather is back. Hold on. Hold on. I want to point this out. Terrell's back. Terrell was laying on the. On the pedals. Yeah. And now he wakes up. At his face. And and puts his arm around his neck. So he's made his way to the back seat, apparently. Underneath the car. Maybe that happened during all the commotion. There was a lot of commotion in this. There was a lot of commotion. I do, yeah. I think this was uh, commotion the movie. Or no, maybe it's back to scene the movie. Well, he's good. He's faster than OJ. <laughs> Hoo boy! It's Terrell conscious again and rather pissed. As he tries to choke Kato, Kato grabs his forearm, flips him over his head, and onto the car roof. Yeah, you are kind of echoey, Sean. Yeah, I, I don't know. After, once we came back from the break, it sounded completely different. I didn't do anything. Hey, goes that any better to you? Um, yes, that's much, much better. Okay, I just turned down his mic. Yeah, we don't need him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> How you doing? Um, onto the car roof, up angle from back. below. I feel like you could you could use one or the other of those. I feel like you don't need up angle and from <laughs> below. <laughs> Unfucking believable. That's what I'm telling you, spoiled bitch. Jimmy, why did you ever give up? You know, trying to write scripts. I mean, you at least fucking <laughs> obey the rules. You know. Yeah, because it didn't matter. Like, this motherfucker is hacking it up. You just got to know somebody. You got to get in. Yeah. And then you can write your ticket. You know, it probably wasn't <laughs> his idea to write this either. Someone was like, hey, D'Souza. <laughs> exactly. We, we need a Crow 3. Here's $100,000. <laughs> and and a copy of both of the movies. You it, don't have to this, watch them, but I have to give them to you. That's what happened with Die Hard, because Die Hard was a novel that they had for a while. And yeah, then they yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Die Hard was based on a yeah, novel. Yeah, you know that. It's a novel. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. not too far from the novel too. Yeah, like it's the, actually pretty it's close. It's on your toes and all that. Yeah, you know that's uh, you know that uh, Cine Cine Effects or whatever they're called online. They have a they have a Cine series. Effects, yeah. Cine Effects. Yeah, Cine Effects. They have a yeah. series called uh, What's the Difference? Where they have the book version uh-huh. and the, yeah, they did one. I of, watch uh, all those. Man. Yeah, me too. They did the the Die Hard ones really cool. You what's the, What's the novel called? I forget, but. It's it's a, it's an it's pretty close actually the novel. Fuck. So and basically, damn, this guy was just transcribing a novel. That's why Die Hard is good. It might be. Also, also John McTiernan. No... We can't take away John McTiernan's. Yeah, or the fact that he changed. Well, the third um, the third the Die Hard's good. Bit, the, the, main, thir- the main character. The third Die Hard's awesome. There's no Die Hard three novel. Yeah. yeah. He created John McClane. The other guy was a middle, was a very like like middle aged to going to a senior white man, you know, detective. <laughs> Oh, so he he was the like captain. <laughs> well, see that that book was written as a sequel to the detective movie that starred Frank Sinatra, and Sinatra was going to be in the movie. The, the, hold on, which was going to be that's yeah. right. Hold on, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Die Hard is a sequel to a Sinatra movie. Yes. Yeah, called the detective. That's right, dude. I'm doing a fucking double feature. <laughs> My whole world view of everything has just been shifted. <laughs> you didn't know that. 
I, I didn't. I have not nice. seen this particular Cinefix video. Yeah. I'm amazed right now. <laughs> That's what I said. So, yeah, I said, film. I was like, wow. That's a good point. This isn't necessarily the guy's mark. Well, then why is 48 Hours so good? I don't know. We'll have to look that up. Is that a novel, too? Cinefex, can you hear us? <laughs> do an, do Answer an. this question. Okay, let's let's continue the script before it gets any worse. Cinefex was... That was just... Just digressing. Up from angle from below, the car teeters and groans from the impact, begins to <laughs> tilt over the cliff. The car has the car has a voice. Side angle. The tilting vehicle and Terrell's unrelenting grip combine to drag Cato onto the car roof. That he was already flipped onto. What uh. high angle looking down. This hurts. The car teeters even more. You owe me five bucks, fuck you. Terrell has to release Cato to keep himself from falling. Gasping for breath. Gasping for breath. Why do you think breath. I rescinded it? Because I realized, wait a minute, this is table reads. This is, <laughs> this is literally stuff that got rejected. Why would it be good? I mean... He revised this shit. Too. I liked the Back yeah. to the Future one, but that's the only one I've, we've done that I liked. Yeah, that wasn't a terrible script. Yeah. It just wasn't... Great. Back to the future. Great. Yeah, it wasn't good. And mine was virtually short and not very painful, but good yeah. lord. <laughs> yeah, you you still pretty much sucked. Well, Kelly was well, real. Yeah, I mean, or we wouldn't have made it on the show. Kelly was what made that episode. I think that really helped that one because we needed a girl for that. <laughs> Sounds so creepy. We needed a girl for that one. Yeah, we miss Kelly when she's not here. We should we should let her know. We only miss her when she's not here. When she's here, we're like, ah, oh, bitch. That is how the world works. Typically. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid this direction. You're right. Yeah, the car teeters even more. Terrell has to release Cato to keep himself from falling. Gasping for breath, Cato also hangs on. Each man tries to improve his position, but even the slightest move sets the car rocking again. So we have this really oh. tense situation of these two guys on the roof of this car trying not to move. Ugh. How long are we going to maintain this shot, I wonder? Still... Cato inches his way closer to the real seat, rear seat. I'm Chinese now, apparently. Oh, slowly, reaches, slowly reaches for the box below. Sorry. Inside the car, Cato leans over, gets his hand close to the box, and that's when something inside the box squirms and hisses. I hate it when that happens. Oh, my God. Did this box used to belong to Schrodinger? Oh, that's like, look at that, guys. He made a Schrodinger's cat reference. Yeah. God damn. Come on. Quantum physics jokes are funny. We get it, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, Lord. Funny. I don't watch that show. I don't. I don't. Oh. It's against my religion. Up above it, startled, Cato, reco Cato recoils and gets a kick in the face from Terrell, who has <laughs> slid down the car roof. As Cato goes off the roof, he slides toward the edge. His weight tips the car. I Terrell, know how that goes. Terrell dives for the ground. As the car rolls over with a groan of metal, the box slides along the car seat. Terrell snatches it and runs up to a startled driver who has paused on the shoulder to watch this scene. Terrell, <laughs> He's just as bored as the audience. Terrell flings the guy away, jumps in his car, and roars down the ramp. Does he roar? Really? Resume. He likes a lot of roaring. Oh shit, sorry. Why? <laughs> Why? Gotta, give me a roar drop, damn it! Roar. 
Resume Cato. I hope someone gets some dialogue soon. Yeah, what the fuck? There's not... Oh, well, there, okay, there's something coming up. The car is still teetering downward. Cato scrambles like a spider over the hood and windshield. But as he labors up the car undercarriage... Wait, as he labors up the car... There should be a comma. Oh, this is it. The car undercarriage groans and buckles. Is that the big scene, Jimmy? Just when we think it's going to make... Make just when we think he's going to make it, the car goes all the way. Cato falls just behind it, low angle, shooting up. At the last second, Cato grabs a handhold on a branch and hangs five stories up. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Terrell, I thought that was it. <laughs> thought we could go home after that. Terrell in the escaping car comes roaring out of the last switchback below the cliff, nearly causing an accident with an oncoming car. He looks up, slams the brakes on. Wider. The car from above explodes in front of him. Oh, my God. Terrell leans out of the window, looks up. Cato, slow-mo. Oh, this is it. This is it. Slow-mo. This is it. About to lose his grip, and with his remaining strength, he kicks his legs up like a gymnast, gets one angle, ankle over the edge of the cliff. As he does, the violent gesture makes something flip out of his pocket. It's a hotel key. We follow it as it falls and falls. Okay, he's it hanging falls, from though. a cliff. He's hanging from a cliff. How's he going to get into he's, his hotel there? He's just, like, <laughs> trying to save himself, and we are seriously <laughs> interested in his hotel key falling. I mean, after all of that, he needs to have somewhere to take a shower, get his head together. Now he's Oh, fucked. God. I just read the next line. Now it gets worse. <laughs> Don't look ahead. We fo- I was about to read it. Okay. We follow as it falls and falls and falls. It says falls and falls and falls. Wait. Right into Terrell's outstretched hand. Oh my god. Because I was waiting on that shit, motherfucker. <laughs> so a car explodes in front of him while he's trying to make a getaway. He gets out and goes, Oh, look, something's falling out of that dude's pocket. Let me catch it right here. You know, can I just say something? Actually, he actually saw it happen before it happened. Jimmy. He, he got out before that. What? Can I, can I just say something? What? I think I know why I was excited for this script. I didn't piece it together till just now, and the music is very touching and, and quiet and sweet, and this is perfect. I think the reason I was excited is because subconsciously I thought this was Rob Zombie's rejected Crow script. No, we have that one, and that will be read later. Oh, that w- you do have that, though. Yes. And we're not and, doing it. And we're, and we're getting tortured with this oh, first. Kick yeah. his ass after the show. You are so air. fucking fired. Air. You but, are f- but after the show. Yeah. Sean, I'm going to separate you. Right down the middle. <laughs> Cocksucker. Uh. Terrell has just enough time to look at it when he hears sirens. He looks ahead down the road, sees police cars r- racing toward him. Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. Continued, he hits the gas and escapes. Was there not an exploded car directly in front of his car? <laughs> he just doesn't matter. Up above, Cato's been running and fighting for 20 minutes. On page 11. Holy <laughs> fucking shit. Uh, 20 minutes. Oh, my God. He's battered, bruised, and on the verge of falling. He's, yes. one, he's one handhold away from safety. 
He lunges for a grip. And misses! <gasps> this is it! Uh, Closer. At the last second, a hand grabs his wrist. Oh, God damn it. Sarah's hand. Of course We widen as she leans back to haul him up. Sarah monster. Wyckoff appears a second later and helps. Oh, of course. Uniform. See, Trevor, the reason you were excited to read this was because you actually believed that it can't rain all the time. Oh, eat my ass. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking seriously thought this was the fucking (laughs) Rob Zombie one. Uniformed cops appear behind them. See, here's what happened is I had the Rob Zombie one, and um, for some reason it's not in the folder with the rest of the scripts, Mm. so I got to get it again. I do apologize to the audience. Uniformed cops appear behind them, fan out, and search the area. You all right? Kato. Yeah. What's the damage to the unit? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't have the maturity to get through. Obra! (laughs) Obra! The unit's fine. (laughs) Sorry. The unit's fine, thanks to you. Gomez is wounded, but it's just a scratch. How the hell did this happen? Somebody talked. That's how it happened. Somebody with a badge is picking up drug money. Ooh, Sarah hates bacon. <laughs> it wasn't drugs. That box they delivered, it was alive. Alive? That's what I said, bitch. We'll get this, uh, we'll get this out with, uh, with our federal friends. I'm going to tear them a new asshole. You'll have to wait in line. Uh, partner? I think it'll have to wait. Remember? She steps closer. Lowers her already husky voice. Well, thanks for that direction. It's Mia Kirshner. She has a husky voice. Your voice is husky. Good comeback. (laughs) I know you are, but what am I? Little soiree we're both attending. On his look. Do wedding bells ring a bell? Oh. Jimmy just just got kicked in the balls. (laughs) Kato laughs. Puts his arm around her. I gotta stop working the night shift. Whackity schmackity do. (laughs) Wait a minute. We can actually do the real one. Whackity schmackity do. (laughs) Thanks, Patton. (laughs) Cut two. Oh, that's our first cut two, by the way. Uh, You want me to hit it? No, we don't need it. But that's everything we've just had was one scene. Oh, for the love of Christ. It's a 13-page scene. It's time to wrap up, though. It's an hour and ten. All right, let's do it. Let's get the fuck out of here, man, because this is... Perfect timing. Cut two. Yeah. Fade out. Oh, my God. That was one scene, you guys. Look, look. There's a very That's got to be a, a table reads record, Sean. It must on be. On the entire yeah. episode on one scene. But it's not our fault. Fuck the your fault, mother in the ass. The fault is with the super super long scene. And all its uh, little asides, I guess, because it kept going back to scene. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But, it was you know, like this script is very important because Brandon Lee needs some exercise. So he needs some reason to roll in his grave endlessly. <laughs> I don't think he does, actually. There's plenty of reason for him to be to be rolling around, like the fact that, you know, he was killed for the same 
sorry ass conspiracy excuse that his father was, right? No. No, there wasn't some kind of conspiracy. No, no, fuck up, no, Oliver Stone. No. God damn it, man. His dad died while he was making a movie called The Game of Death. In The Game of Death, he played a character who was a martial arts star who gets killed on a movie set. But he doesn't really get killed. And he comes back to life. And he and he goes and he takes revenge upon the people that set him up and killed him on the movie set. Well, thanks for And what happened that to up. Brandon was Brandon accidentally got killed on a movie set. But his character in the movie comes back to life and takes revenge upon the people who killed him in the movie. Well, it was thanks. very weird. Thank you for clearing that up. And apparently, okay. the prop master thought that that would be a really <laughs> touching tribute to his father, and so he uh, yeah, mishandled the gun. That's the conspiracy part, Trevor. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Co- so, um, coincidence does not equal conspiracy, despite what <laughs> Steve Bannon might think. It or does, Alex it, Jones. It does help a good conspiracy, Or Donald though. fucking Trump. <laughs> okay, so before we veer off into that, uh, Danny, uh, you didn't have a lot to do. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, hey, that's okay. In that first episode. I'm sure there will I'm be more. I'm enjoying myself. I'm are sure there will really? be more coming up. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You said you're, 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 you're having a good time? I'm having a good time. Yeah, well, tell your face. Yeah. Because you're just a fucking... All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's hiding it behind the beard. <laughs> that is a beard. That is a hell of a beard, actually. Thank you. All right. So uh, you have stuff to plug, though, don't you, Danny? Plug? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you should tell people about the Brothers Gorb. Yeah. Yeah, we got a got a website. We do some video video stuff. It's uh, video stuff like what? Like called the Brothers Gorb. We've done some music videos, just some shorts. Oh, okay. So are they comedy videos? so there's some com- comedic elements. There's uh, there's the the shorting the shortened version of Les Mis. That's true. Two oh ma- shit! Such classics like uh, Two Man Les Mis. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I and, like that. And uh, there's some puppet thing. There's a video with some puppets. Yes, we got a puppet. Video. What kind of puppets? I, I do like puppets. Uh, what kind of puppets are we talking? It was a, a a female hunter puppet and a, and, and a monster. But I mean, are we talking like felt pu- like felt hand puppets or yeah, marionettes? Uh, car- like felt hand puppets for the most nice. part. That's the non-scary kind of puppet, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't trust a marionette. No, who I knows where those strings go? Mm-hmm. Sean, yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug? Because like I, we- I want to tell people to hit up tablereadspodcast.com one more time. Yeah, uh, that's tablereadspodcast.com. Uh, you can we have a blog there we post the scripts there uh you can learn more about us uh the people filling your ears with garbage right now (laughs) and also you know hit up rogueintel.com uh and also i've i've updated my amazon book links to go to rogueintel.com slash amazon because that helps out the network that we're on. You can buy this stuff at the same exact low, awesome prices that Amazon has. Uh, but Amazon recognizes that you got there through us and they send us a little bit of thank you money. So Which is do, nice. So do that. Yeah. A little bit. Also, Trevor, Jimmy, and I have another podcast called Touche El Duche. That's right. Go check that out. It posts uh, on iTunes on Wednesdays. And subscribe, subscribe to all our podcasts, or or die. The voice of table reads is Art Carlson. Hey, that's kind of meta. Meta. This podcast was created by Sean McBee and produced by Ferris Wheelhouse. 
ferriswheelhouse.net. Fuck. Cut to black.